Welcome to the Mindfulness of Singing, and I'm Denise, your sassy, spunky scientist. And I'm Tony, your bubbly, big-hearted flower child. Our podcast features practical tips and tools for a journey of transformation using the healing power of your voice. Each podcast, we will delve into the mind, body, and spirit connection by interviewing inspirational guests, sharing personal stories, and discussing the most recent scientific research. Tune in and join our community of mindful singers. Hello, Denise. Hey, Tony. How are you? I am fantastic. I'm doing a, a five-day fast and just in the sweet spot of that and really enjoying it, as you know. Yes. Yes. Well, I did a three-day fast. And and you enjoyed the benefits of that as well. Yeah. No, it was good. It's great. It's kind of cool. We started the podcast about a year ago, and we, early on in the podcast, uh, did this program and we did it again and it's fun to I really like to do a seasonal something every season and it feels great to kind of regroup so yeah I, I of course I tried to talk you into waiting till after well I did talk you into waiting till after Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah that's really not the best time just saying even for someone as wacky as I am that's not the best time <clears throat> yeah it, you want to not have to it's what makes what the hardest thing i have to say the first two days because mentally when you do something like that right all your brain can think about is food when you're when you you know do without something let's say you love to shop i don't know who of the two of us what that would be but you know <laughs> yes it would be me if I thought I'm not gonna buy another thing or shop for another thing for 30 days or 60 days or whatever it would be, it's probably all I would think about. Every time I probably saw someone in something really cute, I'd be like, I wonder where they got that. I should probably try to find it, you know? So it, that's just the way the brain works. When you tell it- You can't. You can't do something, that you're not going to do something then that thing becomes really important. So the first two days, I, in my opinion, are the hardest kind of to get over for that because you kind of, all you think about is food. And if you do much on social media, and I haven't been doing a lot of that lately, I've kind of had my own fast from, forced fast though from social media, but I follow a lot of food like you know a lot of instagram food things because i like to cook and so when you start seeing a lot of that and you're just like oh my gosh like you know it's on the brain then can't watch that you know it's like you you see food everywhere or think you smell food everywhere the first day is <laughs> the third day really for me i'm not really hungry on the third day on the third day you kind of get into that place where you're like okay this is not hard i'm not hungry and then the fourth day, you sort of kick it into gear. You feel like you could run a marathon, climb a mountain. You feel like you can conquer whatever, you know, physically and mentally, you're really sharp and clear headed. And then the fifth day, you kind of ride that a little bit, but maybe you might not sleep as well because the paleo brain is telling you you need to get out and go hunt. <laughs> not eating, but now there's some really great 
benefits that if you can just get through the first two days. And when we say fast, we're talking about a specific product that we buy that's a fasting mimicking. You get to, you, mostly it's fluids, but you do get to put something. Consume some calories. Yeah, you, you do get to consume some calories. It's not a lot though, but you at least get to have some mouthfeel of, you know, when everybody else is eating their dinner, you have something that you can do with them. But I don't advise planning lunches with people during those five days or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and, you know, speaking of fasting, it, it, it's good to do a fast for a lot of things. Fasting for like social media, the things that you maybe, maybe you are a person who loves the news. It's good to take a break from that and fast from that. It's sometimes it's good to take a fast or a break from, um, you know, it's not always about food, right? Like it can be a fast from social media. It can even be a fast from your family. If your family's making you crazy, maybe a two day. <laughs> Not that I'm talking about anyone specific. <laughs> a two-day hiatus, maybe do a retreat or something, or go off on your own and 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 do something mindful in in that regard. So fasting is not just about food, right? It can be about uh, a variety of things. Maybe it's the music you listen to. Maybe you should. Maybe it's the things that you read, the, the stuff that you consume, anything that you can consume with your eyes, with your, with your heart, with your mind, with your mouth, um, your pocketbook. Sometimes it's good to take a hiatus from consuming a variety of things and not just food. And all of those can have really potential big benefits for a reset of your mindset, as you know, we're really big mindset people, Tony and I. So mindset reset is great. Um, health reset is really great. And that's what we, why we do the fast uh, for, um, you know, eating. And even, even teaching, like teaching voice or teaching, you get to have a fast, right? Get to get, have a, a break. You have a summer break. You have a fall break. You have a little bit of a, you have a winter break. And, and hopefully you have spring break. We haven't had spring break a little bit since COVID, but thank God we're going to actually have one this spring. And you really do need that fast. You need to have a break from the ins and outs and every day of being a teacher and being in a, being in a classroom. And that takes a lot, you know, it gives you give of yourself in such a way that it, it can really drain you especially if you're the kind of person that is a little introverted and then giving a lot of yourself can be really draining for a lot of teachers. And so those, those kinds of fasts are just as important as a food fast, just as important as, well, you know what I'm saying. You've done Absolutely. consuming fasts. All kinds. And I, I want to add one thing that you said about the hunger at the beginning, that hunger, if you haven't done it before, and if you are not everyone shouldn't fast. If you have some uh, diet related issues or you have health issues, talk to your doctor first. We're, we're not saying that everybody should fast, but many people can benefit from it. And if you're afraid of it and um, you're healthy and don't have a reason that you can't, 
I want to encourage you that the hunger isn't cumulative. It it you can ride away, as Denise was saying in the beginning. The beginning is the hardest, and once you get past that, <clears throat> I have another friend who's on the fa fasting right now with us, and they said I just feel so good. And so don't let that fear of those beginning hunger days keep you from reaping the benefits of the sweet spot. I call it the sweet spot when you're in that place where you're not just thinking constantly about food, like Denise said, and you can ride past that. It is a great reset and a time to reset everything, mind, body, and spirit. Um, I find my meditation is, is stronger then uh, because your body is not taking all that energy to process food. And I, being a person who tends to move kind of fast, I have to slow down a little bit because I'm not working out. I'm not doing, I'm not doing all the things I would normally do. So it gives me the chance to get a mental break too. So jump in there and try it if you haven't. And you just fi might find benefits for your singing as well, because as we, I uh, hate to use the word preach, but talk about it's, it's all, you can't really separate them out. What you do to your body obviously has an effect on your voice since it is your voice. So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the great things about a, about a food fast is that um, it, it helps reduce some inflammation in the body. And if you have inflammation in the voice and if you have GERD reflux, that can really reduce that a huge amount because you're not putting things down the, you know, esophagus and, and um, no, it's, it's a really good health, health reset. So yeah, just kind of, you know, take a fast um, from, from anything, social media. And if you ever want to do a, a food fast and you'd like a little bit of some support, you can contact us and ask us when we're going to do our next fast. And we'll, yeah, join us. You, we'll include you in all the information and um, we don't, we're not, I'm not saying a name here. We're, we're not getting any kind of, just so you know, we're not Take back. Yeah, no, we're, we're not affiliates or anything like that. Um, but we'll hook you up. We'll tell you where to go. Um, we're not going to make any money or anything like that, but we're happy to support anybody in that and be part of our five day event, not event. It's not an event, but be part of the five day reset experience. And, we, you know, Tony and I, we do some on those days. We don't talk every day. Um, so, but during this time, these five days, we've kind of talked every day. How you doing? You know, how's, how's it going? Are you hungry? What's going on? You know, we've checked in with each other and anybody who wanted to do that with us, we would be happy to include you in, in some of those kinds of experiences um, to support you if you were hoping to do it. And it's your first time and you're a little fear, fearful of it. I, that's a great point, Denise. Community is so helpful for anything that you're trying to change a habit or to hold yourself accountable that somebody knows that you're doing this, I think is a great deal. I took a fast from YouTube. I got hooked on a subject that was important to me and I was just noticed that I was just constantly looking at everything. And I called a girlfriend and said, okay, accountability partner for two days, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to just shut it off. And it was a great reset because I realized I didn't need to obsess about that particular topic. So yeah, having accountability, especially to do something like this, if you haven't done it before, and that would be fun to have other like-minded singers, mindfulness people join us the next time we do it. And uh, that'll probably be in the spring since we like to do it, you know, kind of quarterly. So yeah, absolutely. Um, 
So that being said, we want to tell our listeners that our, our podcasts are going to be a little bit different moving forward. We're not going to have as many guests and we're going to keep them shorter and we're going to really try to stick to voice um, topics, if you will, mindful and voice topics. Since we've spoken about being fasting and trying to be mindful of what you're consuming, I, I think a good thing to kind of transition into here is what seniors can do about having GERD. Um, because it is, you know, food related, right? Most often stress and food related, but also a, a lot of it comes from the way that we breathe. We tend to over breathe and that can be really very violent to the diaphragm and the lungs and, and, and the, the stomach and esophagus, everything that's there with the way that we breathe and the way we hold our bodies and things. And also our lifestyle of having a late night concert. And once you're done, you know, you go out and you, maybe you drink a lot of beer and you have a lot of, or whatever, eat, eat some pizza or some spaghetti or, you know, that kind of stuff. And then the next morning you wake up and you're tired and you've had a big gig the night before. So you load up on the coffee and, you know, that kind of then begins to spiral out of control. And the next thing you know, you, you're feeling a little hoarse. You have a little grovel to the voice. Maybe you wake up in the morning, and you feel like you need to swallow, that you have something sitting there that you need to really swallow. Or you may even wake up in the night and go, oh my gosh, what is this rancid taste in my mouth? Why do I taste metallic? Or why do I taste something acidic? It kind of that taste can be different depending on what you ate. But um, I've even heard a student say it tastes like petroleum or, or gas or something. It's, yeah. it's got this petroleum, this really oily uh, taste to me. And you may notice that there's a little huskiness in the voice, or when you sing, it feels like you can't maybe sing something in your range that you sang before. Maybe your voice, your speech voice is a little lower. You feel the need to clear your throat more. Those are all classic textbook signs of GERD and of acid reflux. So you know, the first thing you want to try to do, of course, is see your medical doctor, have, get yourself scoped, make sure that that is indeed what's going on. And then you're going to need to do a different kind of fast, right? We're going to have to be some, some lifestyle changes to the, to your life. You have to be really mindful about when you eat, what you're eating, the kinds of things that you're consuming and, um, and just doing those things sometimes can make a huge difference in um, GERD. Not eating past seven o'clock is huge. It's a huge uh, help for people who have the propensity to have GERD. And I see it in really young singers, which I'm often really surprised by. Because yeah. you think of it as being a middle-aged or an old person um, problem, a disorder, but it really actually can be in a very young singer um, chewing gum, believe it or not. So there's kind of two different kinds of acid, stomach acid issues. You either can make not too little or you might make too much. And so you can rule that out by doing some things like if you take like a tablespoon of some uh, vinegar with the mother in it, take like a tablespoon of that and you, and you feel like you're not having digestive issues then, then you're probably not 
maybe making enough uh, acid. So having some vinegar can, can help. Also chewing gum after a meal a little bit, keep that saliva going so that it helps to help you digest the food more quickly. Your saliva is a digestive enzyme, has digestive enzymes in it. So chewing a good sugar-free xylitol gum can really help also fight cavities, but also um, get those saliva juices going so that you can help, help to give you some digestive fluids. So you're not burping that food up and it isn't taking really long time, especially late in the day. If you've eaten like at 6.30 or something, you want to be sure that by the time you lay down on that bed, you can elevate your bed a little bit. That will really help elevate it by, you know, four or five inches more if you need to, so that you're at an angle where it can't come up and splash up on the vocal folds. Um, and then of course, you know, choosing to get off of some of those foods that cause it things like tomato, coffee, alcohol, um, foods really high in acidity or, or even some fruit like orange juice, citrus things late at night are not wise if you're a singer. So being mindful of what that sensation is, what, what you're experiencing, writing those things down, seeing a doctor and getting a diagnosis is not the end all. You can, you can reverse it pretty quickly if you are really mindful about your lifestyle, for sure. And you don't want to stay, you don't want to, you, you know, you don't want to just throw a pill at it, right? Like if it's a lifestyle thing, just change your lifestyle. Don't just throw a pill at it and keep doing what you're doing because eventually, and I've seen this happen with singers too. You take this pill, this over-the-counter Prilosec or something, you know, you take that, you don't change your lifestyle and pretty soon that's not working anymore. It can't keep up. And mm -hmm. then, the, then you have to get like a prescription strength and, and you don't change your lifestyle and then that doesn't keep up. And they have to keep ranking up, you know, getting you a higher prescription, a higher prescription. And there are some real risks involved in taking that medication. Some risks for um, possible dementia, some risks for cancer. And you don't want to go down that road. You want to just be mindful of your lifestyle and make some changes, some small tweaks, really. So I'm going to bring us back for a full circle from where we started about fasting. And that is that when you do a fast, when you come back to eating again, you're so grateful for the food and you want to go slowly, but it's also a reset because after you've done all that work, you don't really want to eat junk food. You know, it's a good time to reevaluate what you're eating that might be causing health problems to reset, to avoid GERD or any other health condition that might be related to your diet. So yeah, absolutely. Maybe you don't have GERD, but maybe there's something in your diet that's causing you to have a little extra phlegm or something like that. And keeping a food journal, trying to figure that out, maybe... Maybe you'll discover, gosh, every time I drink that milk or every time I have that cheese or every time I have that well, fill in the blank, that wheat product or whatever, that cereal, and I'm using coconut milk, not dairy. So what could it be? What well, might be the grain in there? And if you haven't checked to see if you have food sensitivities, the likelihood is we all have some kind of food sensitivity or our food uh, sources are so tainted now that we all right. have 
you know, gathered up some food sensitivity. So being mindful of what your symptoms are when you try to eat something as a singer um, and noticing if it does cause you extra phlegm or, or maybe dry mouth, or maybe your nose starts to run, or maybe you get postnatal nasal drip, those kinds of things, just being mindful of food and things like that. And if you do have the brave, you know, the courage, if you're brave enough to try a five day fast and you go back to food, you may notice right away. If you, let's say you, you'd been fasting and the first thing you eat is a bowl of cereal and you notice right away that there's some sort of difference. Keeping a journal and noticing that being really mindful of that can help you pinpoint what it is exactly that is giving you some issues. And then nobody wants to cut out something completely. I mean, you know, something like a really, I love a bowl of cereal, but I, I really pay attention to the kind of cereal that I eat, you know? Um, but, uh, so, you know, there are trade-offs, there are things that you can substitute for that. And there's some really great non-grain cereals out there. There are ways, you know, there are things that you can do, but I don't like to be the, the person who is, you know, the person at the party that everybody's like, oh God, here she comes. She's going to tell us she's not going to eat this and she's not going to eat this today. So you might as well just put away the party food because the food police bitch is here. You know, um, I already have that rap a little bit with some of my colleagues at work because they love to eat those cookies from the cafeteria. And I'm like, I'm not eating those because I don't know what oil they put in them. Most likely, most likely canola oil, and I'm not eating that crap. And you know, and they're like, "Oh God, the oil police is here." <laughs> but you know, you don't want to be a buzzkill. You don't want to be that person at a party. So, being mindful of what you eat. And I know we're coming up on January, and everybody's going to be having resolutions. And if you want a really good little newsletter about resolutions and goals for the new year, subscribe. Go check us out on our webpage mindfulnessofsinging.com and sign up for the newsletter. You'll get one every month. And this, this coming up January is, is a one uh, that should help you make, have a better new year. So that's all I have today. Well, that sounds like a great place to close out and keeping it short and sweet and wishing everybody a beautiful holiday season. And uh, we also, as you were talking about that, we do believe in balance. We're not always about, you know, abstaining and being the fasting place. And we certainly enjoy good treats and things like that. It's it's trying to find the balance in a fast. Usually many things we have too much of. So just a reset, as I keep reiterating that word, uh, we want balance in life. And we certainly want you to enjoy good, rich, beautiful, healthy food too. And some sweet treats too. Yeah, and don't let her fool you. She can eat. I, yeah. <laughs> This is true. Mm, mm, mm. So enjoy and 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 listen to your to your gut. So. Yeah. Yeah. Be mindful of your gut. Well, Ciao. thanks so much for joining us. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening. We are very grateful that you joined us today. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, write a review, share it with a friend.